Hey friends, so today I had an idea for a podcast episode already on the content calendar. I had it mapped out and I'm throwing it out the window because Holy Spirit's been leading me to consider something much more impactful and something that I think is not spoken of enough. So today I really want to ask you if you've been overcommitting, if you have found yourself overcommitting at all in the last year, in 2022 or even in 2021, what can you do to avoid that in 2023? How can you do things differently? And the second question I want to ask is, what does overcommitting reveal about the condition of your heart? So I'll answer these two questions today. I'll probably answer the second question first and the first question last. And my prayer is that this really leads you into a moment of true reflection where you humble yourself before the Lord and that this would lead to transformation of your heart, of your mind, and of your action going forward. I pray this is a blessing and I'm excited to dig in. Let's do it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. So before we dig in, I'm going to talk to you real quickly and just say, I am grateful for you. I know we just came out of Thanksgiving week. I know that I didn't put out like a whole thankful Thanksgiving type episode, (laughs) but you should know that I really do appreciate y'all. And we had our fellowship call with the Facebook group on Saturday and it was such a blessing. I actually got to have one-on-one time with someone who I was praying the Lord would connect me with. And I just want to say shout out to Steph for being so open and just so willing to hang out as your whole self. So if you're listening, Steph, I appreciate you. And to everyone who sticks with me on the podcast, who's in the Facebook group, who's going through the Ruth study in our last week, I love you. I'm always praying for you. And I just am so grateful. I'll now read our featured review, which is from NHBNGG. It says, love this. I'm so happy I found this show. Erica's passion for life and truth are evident. So happy to have a mentor that speaks biblical truth into everyday life. And this means a lot to me. I do appreciate you even seeing me as a mentor. So thank you. I wish I knew your name, but you are much appreciated. Keep leaving them reviews, y'all. We're at 100 reviews and I'm moving my way through shouting you guys out every episode. So. We'll be through these in, you know, a few more months. I need some more to read and shout out. 
hook it up. <laughs> so, okay, I have two questions to answer today, right? The first question I'm going to answer is, what does the overcommitting reveal about the condition of your heart? And here's what I want to say. I don't know your heart. Truly, I can't say with certainty that I know what it reveals. But if I know you the way that I think I know y'all, I would venture to say it's showing that you're doing things in your own strength. Okay. And I'm actually reading a book right now and it's called The Lord's Work in the Lord's Way and No Little People. It is a crossway short classic by Francis A. Schaefer. This book is really blessing me big. It's super short and it's super rich. I'm, I'm, I highly recommend it. If you receive the Renovada newsletter, you're going to see it on this week's newsletter. It was recommended by someone I look up to and I'm just like really enjoying it. And something that Francis Schaefer highlighted is that a lot of us tend to do the Lord's work in our own strength right? We try to do things in the way that we know how with the tools that we think are best instead of just waiting on the Lord to give us the next step, right? Instead of being led by the Spirit and doing things in God's timing and in God's methods. We think, you know, if we learn a strategy or two down here, you know, from some guru, some person who has a really great marketing campaign that you're going to see transformation that will lead to good fruit. And the truth of the matter is that a lot of us have, you know, taken a bite of that apple and realized this isn't actually as fruitful as I was hoping. You know, maybe you spent money, you probably spent time, you know, you probably stressed out about some things that that you thought would have a better return on your investment and they just haven't. So if you have overcommitted in any form or fashion in the last couple of years, I'm speaking to you and I'm going to speak to you straight. What are the odds? What is the chance that you have actually been acting in your own strength, that you've been trying to do things on your own? How many times have you caught yourself saying, I'm going to figure this out or I can do this, you know? The truth is, apart from Christ, we really can't do a lot of things. We think that we have it together. We think that we know. We think we can, you know, just believe in ourselves and things will happen. And, you know, kudos to you if you have that type of mental fortitude. But truthfully and honestly, when you made a commitment to follow Christ, you essentially said, I know I can't do this alone. I need you. You know, I'm a sinner. I need a savior. And Holy Spirit, please live in me, lead me, give me what I need when I need it, when you know I need it, you know? So that's my first question answered. How do we avoid this? How do we stop doing this? How do we stop overcommitting? And I have a couple of ideas in my mind, so I'm going to just kind of slow down and, and I want you to pretend like I'm sitting across from you and I'm just like, sis, take my hand right now. Hold my hand. We, we about to pray. So we're going to pray right now in this moment. Heavenly Father, you do not lead us into situations where we will be confused. You do not lead us into situations where we're going to have competing priorities when we follow you. 
It is very clear what you want us to focus on. It is very clear, Lord, what it is that you would have us do and invest in in a particular season. So I just pray, Lord God, that you would be so crystal clear. Some of us, we need you to be real clear, Lord. You know how we get down. You know how we process. You know how we overthink and we question and we come up with all these other ways. Help us focus. Help us hear your still small voice. Help us to know what that whisper is leading us to do, to lay down, to pick up who to partner with, who to collab with, who to disconnect from. Lord, sometimes we think an opportunity looks like the right opportunity. And maybe it is the right opportunity, but it's just not the right time. I pray that you would give us a very clear indication that you would lead us into the most obvious yes that you have for us so that we can give you an absolute yes in response. So I just thank you that you love us enough, that you hear us, that you see us, and that you care for us. Thank you that we can cast all our anxiety on you because you care for us. And I just pray, Father, that you would give us your spirit so that we can walk out our faith boldly, so that we can follow you boldly, and so that our lives resemble Christ so that we point others to Christ and so that others may grow in the grace and knowledge of who you are, that they would spend eternity with you and that we would just honor you with our thoughts, our actions, our decisions, and everything in between. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so how do we stop this madness? (laughs) How do we stop overcommitting? I think we need to stop being in a rush to give other people an answer. I remember being presented with an opportunity at work and my boss said, she wasn't actually my direct supervisor, she was our regional manager. And above her was like the NorCal director. So, you know, she's a big deal. She's actually a director now, shout out to her. She reaches out and she's like, hey, we have, our organization is splitting up. This new organization is only taking certain level of work product type employee producing person right like we're only taking the cream of the crop essentially and your name came up and they're looking for you to move to their organization this is what you get this is what you you know what can happen for you it's a good look on your resume and not everyone gets the invitation to move over so this is you know a prestigious thing that's happening. You have 24 hours to give us an answer. I was like, oh, okay. I fasted the next day. And let me just tell you that I didn't hear from the Lord until an hour before I I told her I was going to hit her up with a response. And the only thing I heard the Lord say was wait. And I was just like, doesn't really make sense to wait right now. <laughs> this is looks like kind of one of those like an easy yes, you know. You know, I didn't jump the gun. I didn't I wasn't trying to, you know, find what I wanted in the situation. I was really seeking the Lord about what he wanted for me. And ultimately, I didn't really get a response and then right at the last minute I hear the word wait and I felt at peace about it. So, I hit up the regional manager and I'm like, hey, 
something's telling me to wait, so I'm I'm not gonna take it. Just like, you serious? Yeah, I'm not gonna take it. Something's telling me to wait, and um, she's like, all right, sounds fine with me. I get to keep you essentially, right? I'm glad with that too. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let Jor's Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jor's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jor's Joy. And guess what? The link is in the show notes. All right, back to the show. What ends up happening is I learned a couple of days later that a leadership opportunity in my organization was opening up and I went for it and I didn't get it. And so I just put my head down and sought the Lord about it. And I was like, you know, I don't know what you're teaching me. It seemed like the right thing to do. It seemed like you had that for me, right? I was pretty sad, but I just I just kept it moving. I, I trusted his timing. And a couple of weeks later, the hiring manager, who had let me know I didn't get it, that leadership role, reaches out and is like, hey, I'm thinking about opening up an additional leader role. And uh, before I open it up, I wonder if you want it. I was just like, yo. <laughs> I cried. I was so grateful. I felt so seen. And I just knew that God had moved me in a really unique and creative way, you know? And so I share this because sometimes we want to jump on the thing that looks like it's the right thing to do. But sometimes it, even if it doesn't make sense, God has something else for us and we have to be willing to wait. So I want you to wait before you start committing to stuff. Before you give someone the obvious yes, wait. Seek the Lord. And I'm telling you, man, some of y'all are underestimating the power of fasting. I highly encourage you to consider a regular practice. It is a spiritual discipline to fast. I highly recommend seeking the Lord about what you are going to lay down, what you will fast. If it's a meal, if it's a particular type of food, if it's an entertainment, you know, style or whatever, some of you need to just seek him with all of you and suffer a little bit so that you can humble yourself. And it's not about, you know, I'll trade you this for that, Lord. It's really an act of worship to fully lean on the Lord, especially when you put yourself in the position that you know will make you weak. So my first tip in so many words is wait. Don't just say yes. Don't just say no. Wait. My next recommendation is to worship and to pray and truly to seek wise counsel. I think it's common for us to get advice from people we trust. It's not always the wisest counsel we could get, you know? And some of that is just lack of discernment, you know? Maybe it's lack of, of community. And this opens up another can of worms, but I'm going to go there. Some of y'all are not in community. You think that watching online church is fine. You think that just having your couple friends who are like kind of Christian, but they don't really 
you know, get down with reading their Bible or doing like, quote unquote, Christian things, that that's enough. And I'm going to tell you from experience that it will only take you so far. It actually won't really help you grow in your own walk with the Lord, especially when you are in a situation where you would benefit from receiving wise counsel, biblical counsel, you know? And I'm not saying that you have to find a pastor and make him your friend. What I'm saying is that you benefit. We all need to be in community with other believers because we get to share our gifts, including exhortation, wisdom, knowledge, you know, prophecy. There is so much goodness that comes out of being part of the body of Christ and That goodness includes being able to tap into each other's gifts and serving each other with humility and with genuine kindness and and joy, you know? Just being able to say to a friend, hey, I remember you told me about that thing. I was praying about it and, and the Lord spoke to me. This is what I heard the Lord say. This is what came up. This verse came up, you know? If you don't have a couple friends who you can have those conversations with, Sis, hit me up. We will find you the right church. I will do my best to get you connected with someone who can get you into a good, solid, Bible-believing church because it will change your your whole life. Your full Christian walk will be transformed when you take those steps because we need each other, you know? God gave us each other. And so that leads me to my last recommendation, which is to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. Because sometimes the one thing that looks like it's an obvious yes is actually not aligning with the priorities, the focus that the Lord is leading you to put first in this season. I have a a new acquaintance where like, you know, just connecting more and and really growing in our own friendship and relationship. And um, she had a thriving podcast and business and the Lord laid, you know, led her to lay that down because right now he's leading her to focus on her family. Some people think that that's fine. Some people are like, can't you do both? Some people don't have an opinion. And I think it's important to remember that you know, whether you have an opinion or not, like there's something to be said about someone's obedience to the Lord, especially when it doesn't look like what culture says is normal or okay. So with that, I encourage you to really take inventory and make sure that you know that you know that you know where the Lord has you right now and what he is leading you to focus on. Because if the things that you're saying yes to do not help to prioritize the things that the Lord is leading you to prioritize. If it takes away from the the ministry or the mission field that the Lord has you in right now, it's time to put your big girl pants on and say no. Even if it doesn't financially make sense, even if it doesn't make sense for your resume, even if it doesn't make sense for your connections and your network and your um, reputation and whatever else you might be thinking. Sometimes the Lord leads us to do things that don't make sense. If you go into the Old Testament and you read any of the books of 
the major prophets. The Lord had those prophets doing some silly things sometimes. <laughs> sometimes the things that the prophets were being told to do by God himself, they looked really, really weird, but they did it out of obedience. It didn't make sense to us humans, but that's pretty much how God has been doing things since like forever, right? Like it doesn't have to make sense to us. The point is that we trust him. And if we trust him to take care of us, to provide for us, and to just be our source of strength and joy and hope and to give us what we need when we need it, then even if it doesn't make sense, like you can trust that you're going to be fine. Even if you suffer a little bit during that time, even if you suffer a lot, you can suffer well. And that's a different conversation for a different day. I've already gone on too many tangents, but I'm telling you, the overcommitting, it won't happen when you're doing God's work God's way. Longer than I expected. I'm really going off the cuff. I have no computer in front of me. There is no outline for this episode. I feel like Jordan is probably going to be like, Erica, what you doing? But we're out here being spirit-led or trying to be, right? Like, I'm trying to say no to my flesh and the impulse I have to, like, be super prepared and perfectionist, all that, and just go with him. And I, I just trust that the way that he's leading me is going to help me to steer you back to him. With that said, come into the Facebook group. We are... Finishing up Ruth this week, it's been really good, and um, it's a very rich study. If you haven't already, I have a couple of spots left for coaching in December, literally a couple. So reach out to me, hello at herrenewstrength.com, or you can go to herrenewstrength.com forward slash coaching. You don't have to be stressed out about your schedule anymore. We can figure this out, girl. If you're overcommitting, I'll talk to you about it. We could, we're about to break this down. No more of the craziness. No more anxiety or overwhelm about your schedule. It doesn't have to be this way. I'm tired of talking to women and them telling me I don't have time to be in the word of God. I wish I could get deeper in my walk with the Lord, but, but this, but that. I don't have time. I wish I had more time. I can't finish everything. My to-do list is never ending. I'm all stressed out. I'm not where I should be. I want to get more done. How do I say no to this? I'm scared of what people are going to think. What if my family thinks I'm not, you know, prioritizing them? Am I being selfish? Blah, blah, blah. All these things. You need help and I'm here to help. So take me up on my offer and we'll make it happen. So that's it. I love y'all. I'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.